Welcome to the Modern Jewish Girl Podcast. I'm Jenna, lawyer by training, writer and teacher by choice. Originally from New York, I am a proud wife and mother living in the holy city of Jerusalem. Join me as we delve into the Holy Torah's teachings and apply them to our lives. I keep it short and sweet, but always deep. Welcome. Hi, welcome back. I took a little bit of time off from the podcast. I have family in town and my husband needed surgery. Baruch Hashem, he's okay. And uh, I'm excited to be back today speaking about the holiday of Purim. Just a very quick recap. Purim commemorates the divinely orchestrated salvation of the Jewish people in the ancient Persian Empire from Haman's evil plot to literally destroy, kill, and annihilate all the Jews, young and old, infants and women, in a single day. The holiday of Purim was named after the ancient Persian word lots, because Haman threw lots to determine when he would carry out his annihilation plan, as recorded in Megillah Esther, the book of Esther, which we read on Purim. Of course, the Jewish people were saved, and Haman was hung on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Everything that seems one way in the Purim story flips over and by the end it was completely opposite. Everything flips. There's a lot of ironies and it's truly, truly an amazing story of divine providence. And ironically, Hashem's name is not mentioned even once in the entire book, but yet his hand is so clear the entire time. After the miracle of Purim took place, the Jewish people reaccepted upon themselves the Torah. And Rabbi Emmanuel Bernstein has an amazing book on Purim called Purim, Removing the Mask. And he asks in this book, what was it about the miracle of Purim specifically that led to this reacceptance of the Torah? Because Hashem had performed many miracles for the Jewish people after the initial giving of the Torah at Mount Sinai. So what was it about the Purim miracle specifically? And he gives an answer to this question from the Vilna Gon, the genius of Vilna, who lived in the 18th century. And this beautiful and deep answer teaches us something very fundamental about the relationship between God and the Jewish people. And it was a piece of Torah that when I read, it really touched me personally. And so I wanted to share it. When we originally received the Torah at Mount Sinai, which I discuss in an episode I did on Shavuos in detail, we entered the covenant with Hashem, where we would become his people and fulfill his mitzvot. Now fast forward to the time of the Purim story and the Jewish people had broken our covenant with Hashem. We had really stopped keeping mitzvot or if we were keeping them, we were not keeping them properly. We had been exiled from our land and the Jewish people felt that as a result of breaking our covenant, being exiled, that the relationship we had with Hashem was basically over. Interestingly, Haman described the Jewish people at the time as asleep from mitzvot meaning we were either not performing them or we were performing them as if asleep, without intention, without excitement, unconsciously. And this was mainly because we thought we really no longer had a meaningful relationship with Hashem at this point. The last thing that we expected was for Hashem to perform a miracle for us. And that's exactly what he did. He spared us from a sealed fate through divine intervention. So in performing a miracle for the Jewish people, precisely when we were in such a low state, Hashem was showing us that his connection with us is eternal and unbreakable. And even though we had broken our end of the covenant with him, our relationship with him was not broken. 
So what made Purim different from all of the other miracles since we stood at Mount Sinai was that it demonstrated Hashem's eternal love for us, even in the darkness of exile, even when we were in such a low state. To go a bit deeper, before our breaking of the covenant, it was not clear whether Hashem actually loved us or just loved us as the Jewish people because we did the mitzvot. And I think this is a question a lot of people have today. You know, does Hashem really love me for me or does he love me if I do the right thing, if I'm a good girl or a good boy? Once we entered a state where we weren't really performing mitzvot, all that was left was us at this point in the Purim story. And the fact that Hashem came in and was so intricately involved in our lives down to the smallest detail and saved us, we discovered as a people that Hashem really loves us for who we are and not just for what we do. Hashem loves us because we're the Jewish people, regardless of what we do, even in our lowest lowest state. Obviously, the mitzvot are obligations that we have as the Jewish people, and they form the basis of our covenant with Hashem, but they're not the basis of his love for us. And I think this is such an important distinction. And this idea is so powerful because we go through times where, or at least I go through times where I feel disconnected, And I'm not always acting perfectly in accordance with Hashem's will. And I feel like maybe he's unhappy with me. I feel like our relationship is not so great. But whatever we do, Hashem always loves us. That is an eternal bond that can never be broken. His love for us never goes away, no matter what we do. And I look back on my own life before I became more observant at certain times in my life where it was so clear that Hashem was with me and helped me, even when I wasn't doing any mitzvot. I didn't know about mitzvot really. But even then, he was totally with me and and it was so clear that he loved me. So once we realized as a people that Hashem's love for us is absolute and unconditional, we understood the mitzvot, the Torah, isn't just a book Hashem's giving to us because he has a power trip and he says, do this and do that, or I'm going to punish you. No, the Torah was an expression of his love for us. He said, I want you to attain the highest level of existence possible. I want you to live the fullest lives and get the most out of this life possible, the greatest pleasure. And this is another irony of the Perm story that through understanding that Hashem loves us, regardless of what we do, it led us to want to do the mitzvot with a full heart. This is what led to the reacceptance of the Torah. We wanted to reciprocate Hashem's deep love for us. And Rabbi Bernstein says it so beautifully in his book. He says, discovering that Hashem loves us even when we are not our best selves became an inspiration for us to become our best. And I think this this rings very true today as well. Okay, to go a step deeper, what makes us worthy of Hashem's love even when we're not acting our best? So at our innermost core, the Jewish people are connected to and identify with Hashem's will. And Rabbi Bernstein says it beautifully. He says, this core often lies buried underneath layers of distraction, confusion, weakness, and selfishness, but it's there, indestructible and incorruptible. Our essence as a Jewish people is that we want to do Hashem's will. And this is the basis for his love for us. And this core is eternal. 
even if we're not acting on it, this is our core. This is the core of every Jew to want to do the right thing, to want to do Hashem's will. And because this core is eternal, so is Hashem's love for us. What's so interesting and ironic is that precisely when our existence as a nation was being threatened, we were, Haman was going to wipe us out as a people in one day. That was when the essence of our existence as a people became revealed into the world. We are the Jewish people. We have an eternal core of wanting to do Hashem's will. And this eternal connection we have with Hashem is why he loves us no matter what. And it's an unbreakable connection regardless of what we do. And this deep understanding about who we are as the Jewish people led us back to Hashem in full repentance. In sum, our essence as the Jewish people and Hashem's eternal love for us became revealed during the Purim miracle. We realized that even though we were in a low state in exile, our eternal connection to Hashem was still with us wherever we went. And I think this is such a beautiful thing to celebrate as we are deep in exile now, but Hashem is totally with us and he loves us so deeply. Chag Sameach, I hope you have a great Purim and I look forward to speaking again with you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, give us a rating, a review, and of course, share with your family and friends. Be blessed.